0: At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, starting a new series, Ireland Untravelled, which traverse the border between Ireland and Northern Ireland and discover its connections with lost treasures, dynamite and the dream and reality of having a unified Irish nation. Once the local councillor straps himself into the safety belt, of his Citrion and skids up the ramp from the municipal car park. He upsets the delicate balance of a mercury-tilt booby trap. Once they collect his smithereens, he doesn't quite add up. They are shy of a foot and a calf which stems from his left shoe like a severely pruned backshroom. Paul Muldoon pens this poem. Written in racy 14 liners, it presents images of gruesome brutality in a deadpan way. But one shouldn't ignore or make light of the poem itself. The poem is clearly set in a time which came to define the Irish nation. The outside world, which knows of Ireland as the home of Guinness, Irish whiskey and St. Patrick's Day, misses the other story, less often heard. The Republic of Ireland, which aligns itself to the EU, has a northern counterpart, simply known as Northern Ireland, which aligns itself to the UK. In fact, it's impossible to understand contemporary Ireland without understanding the conflict which has shaped both the nations, the Troubles. An ethno-nationalist conflict in Northern Ireland that lasted about 30 years from the late 1960s to 1998. In total, about three and a half thousand people lost their lives. The history of the conflict is complex and nuanced, but by the end of it, an agreement allowed for Northern Ireland to self-govern and be aligned with the UK. So while the Republic of Ireland uses Euro as their currency, Northern Ireland uses the British pound. The borders, however, continue to remain open, with free movement of people between countries. But things came to a head again in 2016 with Brexit becoming a reality. If the UK broke away from the EU, it would mean that a hard border would be needed between Ireland and Northern Ireland. A reality no one was prepared for. To both countries, it was striking how little the possible effect on Ireland was discussed in the lead-up to the referendum on EU membership. It is, after all, a border which runs for 500 kilometres. But amidst all this pandemonium, Along the sea borders between the two countries stood two structures completely unmoved by the power games in London and Europe. On the coast of the eastern border on the side of Northern Ireland lies a structure built in 1824 which stands proudly amongst the splashing waves of the Irish Sea. Almost 60 years later, a 33-year-old man published an adventure novel telling a story of buccaneers and buried gold an excerpt goes. For thirty years, he said, I've sailed the seas and seen good and bad, better and worse, fair weather and foul, provisions running out, knives going and what not. Well, now I tell you, I've never seen good come of goodness yet. Him as strikes first is my fancy. Dead man don't bite. Them's my views. Amen, so be it. Such was the lasting legacy of this book that it had a significant influence on depictions of pirates in popular cultures. This included elements such as deserted tropical islands, treasure maps marked with an X, and one-decked seamen with pirates perched on their shoulders. If you went to an Indian school in the 90s, there's a good chance that you have at least seen this book in your library. The 33-year-old man was Robert Louis Stevenson and the book was none other than Treasure Island. But what does it have to do with the structure built in 1824 on the border? The grandfather of Robert Louis Stevenson, named Robert Stevenson, built that very structure, a lighthouse which goes by the name of Holboline It was amongst the first lighthouses which had a curved exterior and paved the way for similar designs of lighthouses across the world. In the earliest times, the lighthouse functioned more as an entrance marker to ports than as a warning signal for reefs and promontories. So it's no surprise that not just Treasure Island, but another acclaimed book from Robert Louis Stevenson, Kidnapped, were both set around the sea. So while the Holbuline Lighthouse sits in the middle of the water, its sibling, barely a few kilometers away, sits on land. Better known as the Newry river range leading lights. These lighthouses are markedly different from the ones built by Robert Stevenson. They are shaped like monastic refuge towers. They just have a single doorway, high up such that it would be impossible to climb up without a ladder. The belief is that they would allow monks to escape from the raiding vikings. The designer of these lighthouses was Alan MacDonald, who had lived in Russia for many years working as a chemist, inventor, and engineer. But his collaborator in Russia was no ordinary man. He was the man who instituted the Nobel Prize, Alfred Nobel. Alan Macdonald was the key aide in Alfred Nobel's discovery of the dynamite. At the beginning of this episode, Paul Muldoon's poem describes the death of a local councillor in a car blast. It was based on numerous car bombings which marked the entire 30 year period of the troubles in Northern Ireland. And the progenitor of these bombs was Alan MacDonald, a Northern Irishman himself. In 2021, spurred by the uncertainties from Brexit and the aftermath of COVID, Northern Ireland erupted, leading to six nights of consecutive violence. Tensions between Ireland, Northern Ireland, and the UK remain. A cursory look at bookshops in Dublin today would allow you to find books which predict the reunification of the two nations into THE Irish nation. The mood in Belfast, the capital of Northern Ireland, would belie this sentiment. While the future remains uncertain, I would defer to the words of Paul Muldoon, who in the same poem goes on to say, The more a man has, the more a man wants, the same I don't think is true for I never met a man with one black eye who ever wanted two. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YB Travel 42 on Instagram.